0: Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Mind is the Matter podcast, where we will be expanding our minds to its fullest potential, bringing it to its peace, and healing and loving ourselves along our journey. I am your host, Alyssa, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, welcome back to the Mind is the Matter podcast, I'm your host, Alyssa, and today, ooh, I'm actually really excited about today's episode. It was actually inspired by one of my followers. Um, Lordy, sorry for that little background thing I was, like, trying to pop up. Um, I'm going to give him, like, a little shout-out. Where's my Instagram? Sorry about that. Mm, I got so much stuff going on. Jesus. All right, my boy, Andrew Motley, thank you so much for inspiring today's episode. This one is for you. Um, of course, today's episode is about the green flags to look out for in people. Like, finally, some positive shit going on. Not everything in this life is negative, okay? <laughs> Alrighty, so let's go ahead and get into this episode. So, of course, we're going to start off by the daily quote. If you know, my thing does not want. You see, y'all hear this in the background? This is why I hate ads. Ads are the worst. Alrighty, so today's quote is, sometimes we come into a person's life not to make them love us, but to let them feel that there's so much worth loving for. Oh, that resonates so much within me because sometimes I really do feel in my heart that God places me into people's lives, whether, you know, this podcast landed on you or, you know, like I said, if you know me in real life, like you've, you've been in my presence, I truly do feel in my heart, like sometimes the way I love people, It's just to show them that there's still genuine love left in this world. It's to show them like you're still worthy of being loved by someone, even if you didn't know me or not even know me, but even if I wasn't in your life for a long period of time or, you know, even a short period of time, you know, whatever the case may have been, I know in my heart that the way I love people, how untransactional, how limitless it is and just... Everything that I genuinely do, it truly does come from the depths of my heart. And I just, I just do it because why not? Like it comes so naturally to me. And as much as in the past that I've, you know, gotten hurt and been just on beckoning ready to just be heartless and just embrace the negativity, you know, I just can't. And if you're one of those people that, you know, you have a big heart and, you know, as hard as you may try as hard as you may be like all right let's it's time i'm done i'm giving up i'm done being this kind person because all i all i get in return is stepped on or taken advantage of you just got to be particular about how much goodness of your heart that you're giving to somebody versus you actually being taken advantage of because you know everybody has their limits right i have my limits you have your limits you know there's no man. There's no manual on what boundary someone may have for themselves and what boundary may not exist in in another person's life. There's no. We don't all live the same lives. I mean, of course, we could have possibly lived through a same experience, yes, but that doesn't necessarily mean like you know we're all we're all in, we're all in this same thing, you know, back to back consistently. So that was a really good quote. I really do want to just reflect on the fact that, you know, I embrace the big heart that I have. I truly do. And regardless if, you know, I ever, well, you know, I'm not even going to say if I ever receive that because I know in my heart, I know I am. I know in in my mind, in the future, I'm going to meet an amazing man that is going to just give me everything and then some because he sees how great and how precious and how pure my heart is and he's just gonna want to give all of that to me and i can't wait for the day that i meet him wherever he at i'm pretty sure that man is put pulling a push door it's okay boo true clown is on the way (laughs) oh lordy let me go ahead and get let me get into this episode with y'all so like i said what are like the green flags in relationships or just green flags in general like I mean, of course, I'm going to start off with, you know, relationships, like what are some green flags to look for in in relationships nowadays, because we're so used to just picking out the red flags that we don't actually, you know, start to look at things that are good for us, you know, like, ugh, I hate that it's like this, because I do, I'm I'm a victim of this myself, like I do this, I'm like, <laughs> I do this myself, I'm always trying to pick out the bad in somebody, instead of you know picking out good qualities that they do actually have and maybe it's cuz it's past trauma like i said still healing still you know going through learning still going through the like the the ropes of life still it's part of life it's part of our journey it is what it is however don't view your life as, as if it is what it is it is what you make it to be and how you view it and how you view things of this world and truly how you view yourself and how you respond to things so you know not everybody is meant for us you know sometimes we might even realize that straight away on the first date. like other times it doesn't hit us until we're like deep into a relationship with us, with somebody and you know sorry my cat is in front of me she's like all all in like love right now she's feeling the love she's trying to give it to me right now <laughs> um So, you know, sometimes at first glance, we don't, we know off the bat, like, okay, this really isn't for me. And then, you know, something good, like that could come from a first date, even like, you know, you meet this person, you're like, wow, like, I love how, how much chemistry I have with this person. I love that there's just, and like, the conversation is never ending. Like, you ever, oh my god, you ever been on a date with someone and your guys is, or not even a date particularly but you're just talking to someone it's like you guys can talk for hours and never like never lose like the conversation like there's just topics off of topics that are being spoken on like those are the best even like outside of relationships like even having friendships where we literally can just talk about anything that's a green flag for me okay i'll say number one for me is a green flag is you know did I just say, number one for me is a green flag? No. <laughs> number one for me is being able to carry conversations and communicate with them on different topics. I feel like that is that is a green flag that for me, it is. I don't know about y'all out there, but I think it's I think it's amazing that to be able to pick each other's mind and just really just get deep. And understand a person's point of view, how they view things. I love diversity. I think diversity is so healthy and so good for your own mind because that teaches you things outside of your own realm. You know, we have our own way of thinking. We have our own way of you know seeing things but imagine having a conversation with someone you're like damn I never thought about it that way and they give you just a different perspective like I love that I love when I'm talking to like people who of course may come from a different cultural background or different upbringing it it really doesn't even matter but certain philosophies and certain things that they may take part of their life and they introduce that to me It, you know makes me realize like damn like I really love that I like the way they see that and how they you know it, how they think of things I love that about people but that's just my that's my personal red flag that's my personal not red flag my personal green flag that I always I love to see um, number two is you enjoy their company you know ask yourself this, do you actually like spending time together? Or do you try filling up your calendar with, you know, with anything else? Like, do you actually intentionally love being around this person? Or you just want something to fill up your calendar? Like you just want something to just, it's just something to do, you know, you're not exactly ecstatic about it. But hey, it's something to get me out of the house, you know. So I think the biggest green flag to look out for is how, you know, your partner makes you feel when you're together. Like if you find yourself comfortable, confident, and you know, you're enjoying yourself when you're spending time with, with them, it's like, it's most likely a relationship that's worth pursuing. Like this, obviously it's going to be obvious, but it can be so easy to overlook things about a person and the desire to find a partner, you know, consider not only the big, exciting moments, but how it feels to do small tasks such as, you know, grocery shopping together. Listen, I'll lose my fucking mind. If my man's like, baby, you want to run some errands with me? Hell yeah. I got my shoes on. I'm ready out the door. I don't care. I'll follow you like a little lost puppy while you do your little errands and shit. I will be more than happy to be a princess. uh, What is it The What is it? princess passengers a uh, passenger princess you know what I'm talking about you girls know what I <laughs> but yeah just like little things like that you know when a guy's like you know I'm gonna run some errands you want to come with me just little things like that just being in their company it doesn't have to be extravagant but just spending time with them just quality time with someone that you adore and you love being around like it truly does bring such joy to your heart and uh, like I said those type of moments like you like always I, I always ask myself like whenever i am potentially in a partner with with somebody's like do i like their company like do i really like their company or is it just convenient for me or do i just don't want to be alone cuz let me tell you something i love my solitude that is my default settings <laughs> i like being alone i like my own company i like just being in my little in my own little world in my room or wherever i'm at that I decide to just go on a venture on because sometimes I'll be taking a little ventures by myself. Like I don't need to have a par- I don't need to have a person or company with me when I take these little journeys or take these little road trips by myself. Whether I'm going to the beach or I decide, you know what? I feel like going oh, watching a different movie today. Let's let's see what <laughs> let's see what's out in the theaters. You know, just little things like that. And that, like I said, that's my self care moment. That's what I love to do. Luna, can you? <laughs> sorry she's like all over my desk while I'm recording (laughs) but you know it's little things like that like if you take me out of loving my own company and you being in my company like makes me feel as if I'm still in my own you know what I'm saying like they all picking up what I'm putting down I don't know I just I'm both an introvert and an extrovert so sometimes when I'm in my own company it just, it gives me such a, an abundance of peace. But when someone is in my company and it gives me the same feeling, like you're not competing with anybody else but my solitude. Like, like let that be known. Anybody that is with me, you're not competing with another person, you're competing with me. <laughs> you're competing about how, how you make me feel and how I feel when I'm in my own company. Because if I feel you know safe the way I do when I'm with myself, then that's a good sign. That's a, that's a green flag. <laughs> so uh, third green flag is they're responsive. You know, yeah, work and other life commitments can distract us, but it only takes a minute to send a text, attend a text and check in over a call. Like, you know, with that in mind, it's important to keep reasonable expectations, but not excuse continual bouts of ghosting. Oh, and I know we're all familiar of that word, ghosting. Oh, I hate that word. It's so annoying. But, you know, it's just part of the this generation's vocabulary, so I'm going to roll with it. You know, I always say this. It takes 2.5 seconds to just text a person just to be like, hey, you know, because, okay, you guys are, you might not agree with me with this, what I'm about to say, but I think it's a red flag. I know we're talking about green flags, but I'm going to just throw this in there. I think it's a red flag when you text each other all the time all the time like when you're back to back like talking and texting you know I just don't I I mean I feel like that just takes I mean like I said it does take depends on the situation depends on the person like if you're just texting because you know you enjoy conversation with each other or you know you're talking about something that's one thing I don't believe in the whole oh I'm gonna wait three hours to respond to them fuck now if my phone is in my hands I'm going to respond to you I've never been that type of person to be like oh I don't want to seem too accessible or too like you know too responsive like I'm at bended knee waiting for him to respond no if my if my phone is in my hand I'm going to respond if it's not in my hands I'm not going to respond simple as that we're adults so let's act like it but you know like they're being responsive like they're checking in on you and they're making sure hey you know just want to say like if I'm at work okay obviously my partner's gonna know I'm at work or something like that but still just something along along the lines, like, hey, you know, just thought about you. Hope your day is going good. Simple as that. Simple as that. Just that little text message can go such a far, long way. Like, guys, fellas, if you're listening to this and you got a girl, it really only takes you sending us a quick message in the morning if you know you're going to be busy, just telling us, hey, today's going to be a busy day, but I just want to let you know that I hope you have a good rest of your day you know, add a little beautiful in there because, you know, a girl loves a girl loves a little beautiful moment, you know, getting called beautiful or something like that. But, you know, just just saying that is so simple. Like it really it really doesn't take and it's it's just considerate. It's really considerate when someone takes 2.5 seconds out of the day just to be like, hey, I'm thinking of you. I hope your day is going good. It's kind of hectic here, but I look forward to speaking you speaking to you by the end of this day out of this out of the work day you know it's just as adults your adult your adult relationship cannot resonate with your high school one we got to grow up we got to get out of old habits of ours and expecting oh he hasn't texted me like listen there there's different places with texting okay if that person you haven't heard from that person in three days there's a fucking problem but if it's only been a couple hours and obviously you know if it's your partner you know their work schedule whatnot do you know that they're working so and if they have made sure hey just let you know i'm busy that's fine too fourth green flag is they communicate honestly a relationship is hard pressed to survive without open honest communication you know while it may take some time to get comfortable fully sharing how you feel with each other it's a big green flag when someone shows they're willing and able to You know, indicators of effective communication can include being upfront about your relationship, expectations, sharing your true feelings when faced with conflict, and feeling comfortable expressing your thoughts on any given situation. Like, you have to be able to communicate with this person without feeling like you're walking on eggshells. And if you do, then maybe that person is not your person and you don't need to be in there. Like, I like... I understand sometimes communication can be a little bit tricky coming from someone who has had a very shielded background, like someone who has a hard time being open and being upfront and honest about things. But that's the beauty of a relationship developing into something more. You're starting to gain trust for that partner and starting to gain trust in the relationship where you feel like you can open these these parts of you that obviously you've been keeping shielded, but you feel safe enough and non-judged and non-criticized by the person that you're opening up to. So when you have that communication, you feel safe, you feel non-judged, and you feel as if that anything that is coming you know, to you about how you feel, you can openly communicate that with your partner. And that is the biggest green flag. <laughs> Next one is, you know exactly how they feel. Nothing about playing games screams green flag, like your partner and in turn you like stop playing, stop playing games like any, any confusion, any, I don't know, just immediately take it as no. That is your answer. Don't go, oh, maybe no. Any maybes immediately. It's a no to me. It's a no. It's a no. You either are on your shit and you know how you feel about a situation or you don't and you can take your confused ass feeling somewhere else because you're not about to be confused over here because over here we know what we want. We know what we want and we know how to obtain it when we have it. That is the greenest flag that is flapping around like they know what they want. They're not confused. They're not playing games. We're too fucking old to be playing games, y'all. Like no one has the time to be doing that at this rate, at this day and age. If you're still playing games, you know what maybe you just need to retract do some inner work like I always say and maybe ask yourself why am I so shielded that I have to play a game or I have to you know manipulate a situation in order for me to get what I want ask yourself that if you're one of those people and you do that I want you to take the time to ask yourself why am I playing why am I playing games or why do I feel the need to not be completely honest about how I feel I'm an open book. You'll know exactly how the hell I feel about you if I'm interested in you. I don't have the time to sit here and be playing games and being one foot in and one foot out. You'll know exactly how the hell I feel about you based on the access that you have to have to me. And when you don't have access to me, then you'll know exactly where you stand. End of story. Because, you know, you should be clear with the person that's in front of you from the start. You know, like a good sign... They consistently express what's in their heart, making you feel confident about them and the status of relationship. However, be sure to know the difference when this person is actually being pure of intention and telling you exactly how they feel versus them love bombing you. A lot of the times, these two components or these two expressions can can look the exact same. So you have to be able to initialize, okay, this person is being very consistent. Obviously, they're telling me about how they feel and you know where they want this to potentially go meanwhile love bombers like i said love bombers i give them two weeks this consistent shit like on the other hand you got to wait it out you really if you really want to see if someone is like if they are truly interested in you wait out two weeks Because Love Bombers, they're they're time time capsulated. They can't sit here and do it for a month or two. However, there are people out there. I hate the world. It's so fucking tricky and it shouldn't be this damn hard. But the fact that it is, it sucks. But, you know, I'm here to educate y'all. So that way you're not making the same mistakes that I have in the past. And you're not making, you know, or you're not repeating the same mistakes that I have. Because I genuinely do want to help those get out of their own way and be more aware of their surroundings when it comes to love bombing, when it comes to, you know, love from a narcissistic, because love from a narcissistic person is not love. It's actually control. It's actually manipulation. If you don't know what the, those two different things are, go ahead and Google them up because, or look in a previous episode of mine, because I definitely go in deep about what love from actually, holy shit. I know I explained it a little bit. I don't think I've ever done an episode of, you know, loving a narcissistic, narcissistic person or, you know, loving a narcissist. Ooh, holy shit. I'm about to write that down. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'll be getting ideas just right off the bat. Just mind me. But yeah, but it's the truth though. You have to understand the difference when someone actually has pure intention of of them knowing what they want and them expressing that versus someone only trying to manipulate you into love bombing you to get what they want and for them to have you attached to them to the point where if they walk away or they ghost you, now you're attached and now you're lingering after them. That's typical love bombing shit. It sucks, but you know, like I said, if if you're educated on the two, you'll be able to avoid the love bombing and truly embrace the pure intentions. That's ugh. I mean, don't we all at this point? So, a sort, or actually, a licensed marriage and family therapist, Shosh. I hope to God I'm saying this right. Shoshana Polanski. Um, she tells that this can be. Let me see. Where is it at? Oh, I hate that I do this. <laughs> Where'd it go? Okay, so So Shoshana Polanski, a licensed marriage and family therapist with her own private practice, says that this can be done through both words and actions. Like, do they clearly show you how they feel and do you feel secure with them? These are essential questions to ask because you have to be able to, like, you have to be able to, like match someone's words with their actions me personally you can talk all you want but if you're not if your actions are not matching up with what you're saying I'm not going to believe you and your words at that point hold no credibility they have no credit they have no credit behind them because obviously you're just all talk no do and I can't do anything with words I'm sorry like I can't there's nothing I can do with them I can't feel I can't feel words I mean Words can make me feel loved if, you know, if I'm easily swept off my feet just by words given by a person, but in action, someone who actually is proving what they're saying, now that's a different ballgame, whole different ballgame. So another green flag, they have good manners, pretty simple, pretty like self-explanatory, you know, you should be able to identify this one, you know, right away, early on considering, Consider the following questions like do they give you space to speak and listen and how do they treat those around you such as waitstaff pay attention to how the freak they how they treat waiters or waitresses whenever you're going out to places oh my god I don't I've I've like done this mindlessly without actually like knowing I'm doing this but I pay attention closely how a person treats our waiters and our waitresses or just you know in like just in general there was one time i was dating this guy and it was really late probably four o'clock in the morning and we were leaving this bar and we were going to mcdonald's so you guys know how mcdonald's is like 24 hours right so me like i was hungry he was driving so he pulls up to this drive through at mcdonald's and the guy on the on the other end he's like oh i'm sorry we're like we're we're closed right now because we're cleaning this guy that i was with oh this was the biggest turnoff he was like what do you mean y'all are closed it's 24 hours what the fuck are y'all doing back there oh my god i just wanted to get out of the car at that point i was like i'm looking at him i'm like why are you talking to him like that like he's like cuz it's like it's 24 hours like this doesn't that's some bullshit that doesn't make no sense and i'm like but that doesn't give you the right to speak to somebody like that that's still a working human being you know, they're they're they can't control what hours they have to clean. It's four o'clock in the morning, you know. Have some like, it's just, mm, I hate that. Please be kind to your waiters. Please be kind to your waitresses. Don't be an, Don't be a dick, please. <laughs> they already have enough shitty customers as it is. They don't need they so underpaid and so uh I, I couldn't I personally could not be a waitress I don't have the patience for it I really I can't fake a smile all fucking day if someone is literally spitting in my face calling me this and that calling me incompetent for fucking up a food order or whatever I just don't have the patience I don't that's why I deal with drugs <laughs> even better <laughs> yeah I'm a, I'm a licensed pharmacy tech okay <laughs> before y'all come from my neck like oh she a drug dealer no <laughs> not a drug dealer just a legal one but even when I worked at CVS, like, people, how they treated me, like, listen, I understand, like, you know, your insurance not covering something that you absolutely need, like, a medication that your life truly does depend on. I completely understand that. But don't tear someone apart, you know, just because you think that you're above them. Like, I hated that shit. So that immediately was a turn off for me when he did that. Like, I just, no, I was not interested. And I made it very much known. I'm like, you know, I... Because, you know, I communicate shit how I feel in that moment. I'm going to tell you exactly how the hell I feel. And I told him, I was like, I really don't appreciate how you spoke to that man. Like, there was no need for that. That was so out of pocket. Like, you did not have to, you know, curse and raise your voice at this man as if he had some type of some type of control. Like, I did not like that. That was a big turn off for me. Another green flag, though, <laughs> you share similar beliefs. So. Is it necessary to you that the person you're with also has, you know, similar beliefs or similar, you know, let's say, you know, it could be religious based or, you know, obviously belief and faith based, like, you know, are, are they also vegetarian? Are they, you know, are they Christian? Do they go to church? You know, stuff like that, because I'm not going to lie to y'all. A deal breaker for me is if a man is not going to church or a man is doesn't have God in his life. Like he has no relationship with God. That me to me, that's a that's a deal breaker. I can't. I'm sorry, because I'm intentionally dating. I'm not casually dating and I'm going to have another episode of casual dating versus intentional dating because me personally, I intentionally date to eventually get married and have a family with you. I'm not just dicking around just to do something casual. Not saying that casual dating is bad. Casual dating honestly is very healthy in its own way because it makes you realize what you like, what you don't like. So that way when you start intentionally dating, you know what to pick out from of what partner what potential partner that you want in the long run and what is actually in front of you. So for me I like I intentionally date. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Oh, okay, you know, uh, you don't believe in God? Okay, cool. No, because that man potentially whoever I end up with, whoever's my husband, is going to be raising my children, and that's a perfect question to ask yourself when you're in t- when you're intentionally dating. Can I see this person raising my kid? If you say no, immediately that's how you know you ain't supposed to be there. I always like I don't know what it is, but like bringing a non-existent child into the like me thinking about a child that it hasn't I haven't even birthed yet puts so much shit in perspective like what I want this man raising my child what I want this man what I want my daughter or my son to to date this type of person oh that will switch the gear for you so fast you'll be able to really decipher quick as hell If this is a person that you actually want to be with, or you're just completely lying to yourself and trying to manipulate your own your own ways and your own mind into loving that person, when in reality you know in your heart you don't like, they don't deserve you, and you don't deserve to give them any more of your time. So, yeah, of course, you know, like I said, beliefs are a huge thing, you know. But sometimes it won't. Sometimes people are more spiritual, so you have to have some type of common ground because if. I feel like it would cause a lot of issues and like down the road unintentionally when you're trying to force your own beliefs on a person who doesn't necessarily have those beliefs or doesn't want to acknowledge, you know them. Of course, someone can respect you. I'm not saying, "Oh my god, deal breaker." Just because it's a deal breaker for me, if a man that I want in my life has to have God in his life and wants to come to church with me, doesn't mean that's always, that's a deal breaker for someone else. That's just my preference. And I'm completely and 100% entitled to my own preference, just like you are with yours. You don't have to settle for nothing that you don't want to settle for. Just because Susie and Sam are settling for things does not mean that you need to settle for things. Get what I'm saying? <laughs> And another green flag is your views align. You know, what are your priorities? Like what causes do you believe in with your whole heart? Like what morals and values guide you throughout your life? Like think about which of these are important for your your partner to share. Because having similar outlooks on life are so important when it comes to finding someone to do life with. Like if you guys don't align when it comes to certain aspects of your own life that you want to aspire to be or where you aspire to grow into like there is such thing as your partner not being on the same level as you and that doesn't deteriorate them as a human being of course not like sometimes a person doesn't have to necessarily be toxic for you to not work out like you just say we have different views on life we have we're not compatible we don't have you know certain things about ourselves just don't align and that's okay you know normalize breaking up with someone or separating yourself from someone that just doesn't align with you it's it's simple as that like not everything has to be rocket science not everything has to be coming out of a toxic situation you know certain people just weren't for me I've come across many men that you know not many but <laughs> you know what I'm saying but I've, I've come across you know relationships not with you know potential partners or when I was dating when I was actively dating I came across men that I just didn't have the same view as and I just I didn't pursue it simple as that you don't have to pursue something that you don't want to if you feel like "Mm, this is i don't think this is gonna go anywhere then just leave it at that you don't have to have there doesn't have to have a a, a person doesn't have to have a huge red flag written across their forehead for you to like not be you know to not give you reason enough to walk away or just to be like "Mm, this isn't for me you know being an adult especially when you're dating is communicating that with someone instead of fucking ghosting them just it's simple as this just to tell someone you know i enjoyed the time that we spent together however this just doesn't align with me and i don't want to further waste your time holy shit if people would just do that you know how much time that would save somebody from over here thinking or overthinking like me you know wondering damn did i do something wrong was it something about me that they didn't like no, it's just they simply they just didn't align with you. And why would you want to be aligned with someone that's not for you? That doesn't like it doesn't meet you half way in the middle. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be aligned with someone that's not that's not <laughs> within the same alignment as me. That's not, you know, at the same gravitational pull as me. You know, I want to have this you know, call me crazy, but I'm just, I'm a hopeless romantic. I want to have this epic spark with someone. I want to just look at them and just be so in love and just so infatuated and just have so much respect and so much, so much care in my heart that I would do anything for them. Like I desire, I crave, I like I connect with them just on so many intimate levels that I don't even need to take my clothes off and be actually intimate with this person. Like, you know, just something that's epic, something that just brings such spark to my soul like when they're in the room I feel it like they're so vibrant but we're vibrant together like oh that is a trifecta of a relationship that I thrive and I crave and I will stop at nothing to connect with you know as much like I said as much as this world may hurt you go after the things that you want if you want a thriving relationship who is anyone to tell you that you can't have it don't sit there and be like oh hmm you're still single yeah but you're settling so shut up <laughs> you know them little clapbacks, them thanksgiving clapbacks. you know when your aunt your cousin got some slick shit to say be like oh no boyfriend oh you're on your third husband right okay <laughs> like oh you know your socks don't match your you know they don't your socks don't match i'm like neither do your three kids last names <laughs> Don't get me started on them Thanksgiving clapbacks. I got so many under my belt. It's ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> uh, those be killing me, especially during it. Like on on uh, Instagram and TikTok, them freaking them clapbacks be funny as fuck. But yeah, you know, always like that's why I always say be your authentic self. At the end of the day, don't change who you are because you want to align with something that you think that you want like when you're authentically you you're going to you're going to attract what is you and and i mean that in the most purest way like purest form possible just you being you you're not out here being anything else you're not trying to be anything else like the only person that you view as a competition is yourself you're trying to be at your best version of who you are and you're not trying to be the best, you know, it, it's not like you're the hardest person working in the room, but you're the one that is hard. Like you're doing, oh, I don't know, I had a perfect saying for this and it just completely slipped my mind. <laughs> Lord, I'm so annoyed. It's okay. It'll come back to me as it normally does. But like I said, you know, you, it's always you versus you. It is. And when you have a heart that, you know, wants to uplift others, wants to help others find themselves. You do what you're called to do. You run with what you know. So stick to it. Stick to the things that you know. You got a big heart. Have a big heart. Protect it. Understand that, you know, that big heart comes with a responsibility. With great power comes responsibility. I fucking, I love me some Spider-Man, okay? <laughs> but like I said, just do what you know. Don't try to teach yourself things that is going against your, your natural self. To get somebody that won't even look in your direction if you were just being yourself, you know? That's why I don't believe in faking it till you make it. No, if I walk into a room, I wanna show up as me and I want people to feel that. I want people to see Alyssa is who she is. Her presence is in the room. Do I have my flaws? Yeah. Do I curse a lot sometimes? Yeah. (laughs) You know, but I try the best that I can and I try to just be who I am and show up as me. And that's if that's not enough for you, then maybe you're not meant to be in my life. And I've been so accepting of that lately. And I think that's where in my life where, you know, if I've gotten left on red, if I've gotten left, you know, left alone, some people just going about their lives and I'm never hearing from them again. Just accepting it and moving on with my life and understanding that, you know what, they just weren't aligned in my life anymore. They've realigned and that's perfectly fine. Let people realign from you. Let people miss out on you. It's okay. You don't have to convince somebody that you're worth staying because the person that's meant to be with you is already going to be sitting, eating with you and bringing, bringing plates on plates, ready to feast with you and ready to offer you the things that they like, that they have to offer to you too. You know, another green flag is they consider you when making plans. So a healthy relationship requires balance in all forms. Not only should your partner give you space to express yourself, but they should ensure that things you do together also align with your interests. So, say your partner insists that your date nights always involve a sporting event or watching movies you don't like. This is a tell this is a a telltale sign that they are not considering your wants and needs because, you know, why would I want to do something that like, like, why would my partner insinuate us doing something he knows that I don't like, like, if we're gonna do something together, like, whether that's something new, like, babe, let's go kayaking, let's go, let's go hiking, let's go camping, like, it's one thing to introduce new things into the picture that you've never done with each other particularly, but it's another to just completely ignore, your partner's desires and needs and their interests because that just tells them obviously you're not paying attention to shit that i'm saying and i don't want to be with someone who doesn't pay attention to me i don't want someone like not i'm not saying not pay attention to me but like i don't want someone who doesn't listen someone who genuinely learns about me and like uh what's the word jesus christ wow i really forgot the word so someone who learn so someone who learns me. Okay, but also retains the information that they've learned about me. Because then what's the point? Why am I saying all these things to you? Why am I expressing these interests to you if you're not going to take that into consideration when we possibly go out? You know, like, that just seems dumb. And same thing vice versa as a woman. Like, if I surprise my man with something, you think I'm going to sit here and tell him, babe, let's do, like, let's get manny panties And he's not, like... He's not big on going to spas and you know getting massage, which by the way, I give high applause to men who keep high maintenance on their nails and feet because listen, hygiene is a must for me. You got to smell good, but if you keep your nails clean, mm, that's that's different. I give y'all men applause. If my man can come to me to the spa, we get our t- like, you know, not our toes done, but you know, he gets a little he's in the massage chair right next to me. We have our little spa moment. That's great. I think that's such a good bonding moment just to relax in each other's presence, get a foot massage, get our t- like, obviously me getting my toes done and him getting his just his, you know, nails cleaned or whatever and buffed. It's just that's sexy to me. That's a, I don't know. Something about a man just taking care of that just does it for me. Another green flag is they show you support. A good partner, you know, may express When they are wary about your choices or seek compromise in certain instances, you know, such as where you will live and where you work. But when it comes down to it, unless you're doing something that endangers you or another person, they should genuinely show you support. Lord, Lord help me. Why am I talking like this? Like my tongue is tied or whatever i don't even know but like they anybody anything that you're doing whether that's a passion whether that's something that you that's your life's work imagine having a partner and just sit on the sidelines and not even cheer you on like they're not even your biggest fan they're not even your biggest supporters like what kind of bullshit is that seriously though what is that that is embarrassing to me if i can't if I can't have a man that's a, like shows up for me and supports me, you're no man of mine. You're someone else's man. They can have you. I will release you back into the wild, because <laughs> that is not for me. I want someone who shows up and someone who gets excited when I'm excited. Gets you know, they get thrilled when I'm thrilled about something. Or like even if they're not, like just show support. You don't have to be equally as excited as me about what I'm doing, about what I'm passionate about, but just be involved, be excited, support, be excited, (laughs) be supportive of me. Like that, I will always, always preach on the fact that if I ever get into another relationship again, or if, you know, even out of friendships, I'm always going to be supportive. I'm always going to be their biggest fan and cheer them on and show them my love and my support to them because I want, Everybody I want around me to win too. It's already tough out of here, but I'm going to be the first one clapping and standing for you. When I see that you're doing what you love, you're doing what you're passionate about. Of course, I'm going to be the freaking on the front, front line clapping for you. Round of a freaking applause. I'm so proud. You know, just a partner that's proud of you. And the last green flag is you have compatible goals. So the idea that love conquers all is a beautiful one, but is rarely true, especially without a lot of compromises. Like, you know, the first few dates don't necessarily have to be filled with questions about if you want children or or not, or where you hope to settle down. But eventually, as your relationship does prolong, you do want to have some type of, of compatibility where you want to settle with each other in the relationship. Because what happens if, you know, your your partner, they don't have, they don't want the farm lifestyle. They want to still be in the city and you're more quiet and you want to be away and not in so much like the down, like downtown nightlife or not nightlife, but you know, the city life, you know, there's like the modern farmhouse type where you got the land and then there's the fast paced city what happens if your partner is wants to be in that and you want to be in another that can cause some conflict or you know it could be up for discussion on it like you know to talk about and to compromise with but still you know you always want to make sure that you guys are both on the same route as your relationship prolongs or you know for a potential partner before you even seek out you know furthering a future relationship with them because if your guys's views and your you know where you want to be or your goals in general are opposites, this might cause so much arguments between the both of you this might cause a lot of deterioration away from your relationship to grow it might hinder it to growth in itself and it hurts sometimes when we have like separate separate thoughts and separate goals because i mean we always do we're not we're not always going to going to agree we're going to agree to disagree with each other but also understand that I came as myself before I came into this into this relationship. However, I still need to be responsible for this relationship because I'm in it. I'm responsible for another human being's feelings. Because that's what y'all forget. Is when you're in a relationship, truly in a relationship, You have to take some type of accountability and some type of responsibility for another person's feelings. You can't be selfish all the time because it's not just you anymore. You are in a relationship. You have to be considerate of another person. You can't just do things because you want to do them and not look back and be like, well, how would I feel if my partner did this? Okay, if it wouldn't make you feel good, if your partner did it, then maybe you shouldn't do it. But some of y'all are not ready for that conversation yet. (laughs) But, you know, like I said, look out for the green flags. Not everything has to be a red flag. Not everything has to be negative. There are a lot of positive things that, you know, as human beings, as we go through this walk of life and this journey, we're going to come across some red flags, but we should also be paying attention to the green flags because those green flags is what is going to bring us to the truest abundance of finding finding a potential partner, but also finding things within ourselves and our company. Because like I said, we're social beings, not like we're not meant to completely be in isolation and not be in in the realm of people. You know, like, listen, as much as I love my solitude, as much as I love my little introvert moments, I also love interacting with other people. I love learning different things about people. And I love, you know, learning different things about myself when I'm in other people's presence because there's certain things that they may think or they may view that I didn't even think of to view it like that and it inspires me it makes me realize wow like imagine how close-minded I would be if I just didn't open myself up to the possibility of engaging in conversation with someone you know out of the fear that you know this person could do this or this person, like you know like just going against my own biased opinion not everything that I think is right and not everything I think is wrong is wrong you know like sometimes people will have similar similar traits will have similar attributes and characteristics like oh shit I'm not the only one and someone might be the remedy of making us feel what the things that are wrong with us is actually not wrong it's just society's way of deeming it as wrong when it shouldn't be and there's a lot of things about this generation and a lot of things about this society that we deem as normal or we deem is not okay that shouldn't be not okay like it should be okay for a man to express his emotions it should be okay for a woman to not have to treat herself like she has to be hard or you know cover you know her emotional side of herself or a woman wanting to get up and get it for herself you know as much as I know I would love to be submissive to a man I want a man to respect the fact that listen I'm a go-getter too I'm a hustler I'm not just going to sit around in the house, clean and cook and take care of her children. Sorry, it's not in my bones. It's not in me. I am a grinder. I like to get up and work for my shit because when I work for it, I value it. And that I look at that aspect on so many levels of my life, not just to my work ethic or my job or my school. Career, I look, I take that with everything. Everything that I work for, everything that I put investment and effort into, I value it so much more because that energy, that time came from me, nobody else. I wasn't handed it, I had to work for it. And when you work for something, you tend to value it more because you remember how much time and how much progress and how much patience it took for you to get there. Patience is a virtue. But getting there, the progress of getting there and actually standing in the prayer, standing in the work, standing in the aftermath and the result is where it all comes together and makes it all worth it. So I'm gonna end that on that note. Again, thank you guys so much for just listening to this podcast. I hope, truly do hope that you understand that the red flag, the red flags, see, I do it myself, you see. <laughs> that the green flags are out there, they're waving, it's coming out of someone. And I want you to be able to see that there are so many green flags that are around you that you don't have to constantly look at the red flags and people or in settings, but also see that there's a lot of Good things that come out of it as well. There's good things in this world. Embrace them. Start seeing them more. Start talking about good things more, and good things are going to come around, and you're going to see it more often than you see the negative. I know I was going to mention some uh, green flags in re- in friendships, but I think I might just leave that for part two, possibly. But you know, I think the gist of it, you guys kind of got <laughs> got an understanding of it's not like certain green flags and friendships as well that can kind of resonate with you know relationships too like you're just not in a romantic way you know like obviously do you like being around your friends yeah like being around them can you be yourself around them yeah are they responsive do they check up on you make sure you're good yeah do they communicate with you honestly like are they telling you straight up like hey what you're doing like they call you on your bullshit pretty much like they're not just yes men like they're diverse they're going to tell you when you're wrong they're not just going to be like yeah yeah that's fine and just go along with anything that you do they put you in your place and they remind you of who you are and also you know that they're dependable they're your friend they're there for you they're not messing with you or messing with your head and playing games one f- one one minute they're your best friend one minute you don't hear from them again you know also again how they treat each other how they treat people in the workplace how they treat their waitresses and their their wait uh, waiters big thing share common beliefs are you both christians are you both do you are you both vegetarians just like i said your beliefs and religious if you guys are have share you share like similar beliefs like that even better or you know your views align like what do you want for yourself your goals and then friendships are always going to diverse off but at the end of the day you as long as you both are being supportive you're both understanding of each other a friendship it doesn't matter how many miles you are apart from each other you always find a way back not a way back but you know you always find some type of way to see each other you know as adults we're you know friendships adult friendships are a little bit harder to maintain but it's about it's about the effort that's being placed within them that really makes that friendship grow and develop into something so beautiful one day that you know maybe even you and your best friend's kids are fucking friends you know <laughs> obviously like i said showing that support always being there for you being the round of applause in the front center of the freaking row never letting you down and obviously having compatible compatible uh goals so i think i kind of kind of wrapped up everything with both green flags and friendships and also green flags and relationships so again i hope Like I said, I hope this episode helped y'all and I will see you guys back here on the next episode. Thank you guys so much for joining in on the Mind Is The Matter podcast. I hope this episode along with every episode is bringing you closer to your inner peace and supports you along your healing journey. If you're loving the vibe this podcast is bringing to you and want to stay up to date with upcoming episodes, please hit that follow button and leave a review so it can help me reach other potential listeners who are eager to get to the root of their true selves. Also, my DMs are open for questions at the Mind Is A Matter pod, so go ahead and give that a follow as well to receive daily motivational quotes and updates on upcoming episodes. Continue to be patient with yourself along this journey and I will see you back here on the next episode.